It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. As I read today's Bible passage, I noticed a small note written in the margins of the Bible I use every morning. There were two words underlined. The first was boldly. Paul tells the Romans he knows their faith and that they are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to instruct one another. Still, there have been some things he's needed to speak boldly to them. If you ever wonder where I get my big mouth from, well, among other people, blame Paul. The second word I had underlined was minister. Just outside that word, I had written, who knows when, the word liturgy. The reminder was that the word for minister Paul uses is where we get our word liturgist. I take that to mean, essentially, when Paul says God graced him to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, he says that God graced him to be a liturgist. Most likely, you and I think of a liturgist as someone who leads worship on a Sunday morning. That person may greet the congregation, open with prayer, and perform some other duty during the church's worship. You may have also learned that liturgy means the work of the people. I hate to burst your bubble. That might not be entirely accurate. Actually, I love bursting bubbles if it means someone grows deeper in their understanding of faith, hope, and love. So, if you're interested, take some time to do a Google search like, Does Liturgy Mean Work of the People? What I'd like to suggest today is that we can take a sense of Paul's understanding and apply it to how we see our work. Paul says his work, first and foremost, is God's. My wife and I like to watch a show on Netflix called Greenleaf. The drama centers around a pastoral family and their running of their megachurch. To keep things short, let me just say that ministry gets messy and is not very church-like for the Greenleaf family. Personal ambition always seems to supersede the priorities of God. Now, A show like that is an exaggeration of my point, but hear my point. It is too easy for us to put our feelings and priorities ahead of God's. My guess is you've heard me say that before. Every ministry must come to terms with that reality. doesn't matter if you're in a small town congregation, a church in the suburbs, or right in the heart of downtown. All of us need this reminder from Paul. Pay attention to what kind of activities fill your church's calendar. Do they align with what God has set the mission of a church to be? Or do they just happen to be big ideas that matter more to us? If they matter more to us, we're not being very good liturgists. The work we have is the Lord's. And that doesn't just apply to the events and activities you do with your church. You have God's work to do. Think of the boldness conviction, and intensity with which Paul did the work God called him to do. Paul surely didn't think a liturgist was someone who said hello to the congregation at the beginning of a worship service. Why do you think he remained so faithful in what he did, despite facing so many obstacles? 
Does your church share the same kinds of feelings towards ministry that Paul did? Do you? If you don't, most likely your church won't. So be a liturgist, a worker faithful in every task God sets out for you. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.